time to talk crabs, specifically tiny little hermit crabs. Wellington author and zookeeper Danny Ray has just published her second picture book. It's called Harry the Hermit Crab, a follow-up to her earlier bestseller, Kara the Kakapo. And to tell me more, Danny joins me now. Hello. Hi, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Nice to talk to you. Where are you right now? Um, I'm hiding away so you don't have lots of animal noises in the background. I'm actually at work. So I've popped into one of the offices to have a chat with you today. At work at Wellington Zoo. Yes. Um, although you are specialising in primates, but you've opted to write about a parrot and now a crustacean. Absolutely. Primates are absolutely amazing. We are a primate, um, but there's also so many other incredible species out there, and I'd like to shed some light on them as well. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit about the day job, by the way, um, before we get into the book? What is a day in the life of a primate specialist like? Uh, Very, very busy. So we've got quite a few different roles that we take on. So we've obviously got lots of cleaning, maintaining all the amazing habitats for our species, the diet and nutrition for all of the many, many different species that we look after, lots of enrichment, some health management, some training. Uh, Also, one of my favourite parts of the job, actually talking to visitors. So doing talks or close encounters with our lovely guests to be able to actually help them make those connections to some amazing species. Who is your favourite animal at the zoo? Oh, everybody asks me this question and I don't have one favourite. I work with too many incredible animals to just pick one. Do they have different personalities to each other? Absolutely. You have different personalities between different species and you have different personalities between different individuals as well. Uh Uh-huh. Who are the most trouble? Oh, depends on the day. Um, today, actually, probably the most exuberant is actually the large school group we have coming through. I think I'm hearing more more out of them than our lovely primates. They're all just laying in the sunshine, enjoying the lovely Wellington weather for a change. Yeah. Um, but do you get attached to them and do they get attached to you? Of course, yeah. So we're... Basically, we're 24-hour care for these animals. We see them being born. We're here for some of them for their entire lifespan because some of those lifespans are a lot shorter than ours as humans. So we get very, very attached to them. And my entire role is looking after their care and their welfare and making sure they have the absolute best life possible. So what made you write a children's book? Well, one of my favourite parts of the job is being able to help kids connect to animals. And I remember when I was a kid, some of the first times that I learnt about a tiger or an elephant or a kakapo would have been reading it in a book at home. And I love when I see kids who get to come to the zoo and they've only ever seen these animals in a book and all of a sudden it's right in front of them. So I really wanted to be able to extend that experience to share some maybe lesser-known species with kids at home, help them make those connections there. So when they do get to see them in the wild, in a zoo, they actually have already made some of those connections and know a little bit about the animals already. What was the appeal of writing about hermit crabs? So hermit crabs are kind of the underdog of the coastlines for me. So when we think of things like the plastic pollution on beaches, not many people actually realise how much of an impact that has on a species like a tiny little hermit crab. And unfortunately, one of the biggest threats to them is the fact that they can get stuck in plastic pollution and they physically can't get out again. So by writing this story and kind of highlighting the underdog a little bit, I really wanted to share 
their story, but also empower kids and let them know that there's actually things that they can do. Doesn't matter how small you are, how young you are, there's actually things that we can do to really help this species as well as all of the others that share those coastlines with them. Tell me about hermit crabs and their shells. Do they find a shell quite earlier then sort of upgrade as they get bigger? Yeah, so as they get bigger, they shed and they grow. And as they grow, they obviously outgrow the current home that they're in. And hermit crabs are really, really cool. So what they'll do is they'll actually line up in height order and we'll have like a little shell swap. So you pass your one to the next in line so everybody can get the next size up that they need. Um, it's very, very cool to be able to, to witness that. Not many people actually ever see that in the wild. We're very large. We're giants compared to a hermit crab. So they hear us coming a mile away. And you probably won't see this, but it's a really cool behaviour that they do. Unfortunately, one of the things that is challenging for them is if they can't find a shell or if there's not enough to go around. So occasionally you will find them trying to live in something else instead. So part of the messaging for the story that I've written is a lovely little hermit crab named Harry and he's trying to find a new home but he just can't find a shell. So he's trying on some other things instead. In the end, doesn't quite work out, but he does have a happy ending. I'm doing a spoiler here. There is a very happy ending. Okay, I suppose you've got to write a fine line as a science communicator. You um, want to be realistic about the threats faced by the creatures you're writing about, but you want to keep some hope and positivity in there too. Yeah, absolutely. It's not doom and gloom. It's about raising awareness, especially for our younger kids, that uh, these are things that do impact the animals that we share this world with, but it's always about empowering them and inspiring them and making sure that they know there's things we can do about that as well. So there's always a happy ending. You must have been pleased with the response to the Kakapo book. You sold plenty of those. Yeah, absolutely. I was very excited. As an author, when you publish your first book, it can be really scary because all of a sudden you've poured your heart and soul into this and you're now hoping that somebody else will actually like it as well. So I was very, very excited with the response that I got from Cara the Kākāpō. Um, and I'm actually in the process of doing a Tareo Māori translation. So I'm hoping next year to be able to have that out as well so we can actually get it to more Kiwi kids as well. Fantastic. And then I think you've got your eye on a chameleon. You, you worked in Madagascar for a time. Did you um, spot any chameleons over there? Yes, they are very challenging to spot, but I did have the privilege of seeing some in the wild. Uh, I worked for one of Wellington Zoo's conservation partnerships, Madagascar Fauna and Flora, and I spent some time living in the forest over there completing um, some work for them, and it was an absolutely amazing experience to be able to see some of the species that we house here at the zoo, some of our critically endangered lemur species out in the wild, and chameleons while I was there did inspire the next story that will be uh, making an appearance. Gina is listening. She said uh, when she was in Samoa, she saw a hermit crab using a shot glass as its home. That sounds like a bit of a worry. Oh, no. Unfortunately, when they can't find a shell, because they don't have a very thick armour plating, they need some form of protection, so they will go for whatever they can fit in and hope it works. But uh, hopefully. If we can ensure that the lovely beaches are nice and clean for them and the shells are available, they won't have to resort to, yeah, unfortunately, shot classes. That's an interesting one. I haven't heard that one before, actually. Hey, um, thank you so much for your time today. Good luck with the new book.
Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Danny Ray, author of Harry the Hermit's Crab.